Hey everybody, starting to start the episode with some bad news, but the live show, September 2nd, 5pm in London, England, will no longer be happening. I'm sorry guys, but the live show, September 2nd, 5pm in London, will no longer be happening. Uh, do some, some pretty exciting career news uh, for uh, both John and myself. Um, they'll be hearing uh, about in the future, but the live show will be off. We'll try and remount it another time. Uh, sorry about this, guys. All the money, as by the time you hear this recording, all of the money uh, for the tickets that were bought will be returned. Thanks very much, and enjoy Gold Dust Part 2. This is a Honky Tonk Man, the greatest intercontinental champion of all time, and you're listening to The Wrestler Review. Yo, welcome to the Wrestler Review. I'm Dylan Gott. Hello, I'm John Hastings. I'm in the middle of about of insomnia, so what a better time to talk about the second half of Gold Dust, which uh, basically comes across like the fever dream of a man on pills. <laughs> Here's what I like about Gold Dust. I'm John Hastings. That his career essentially is, hey, I'm tired of being Gold Dust. Goldust is bullshit. I am Dustin Rhodes. Also, I'm Goldust again. <laughs> That's his whole career. It's so great. Also, it's the craziest thing is he's only now starting to wrestle like the young shot, young shot, the fuck you, John, there the you young go. hot shot rookie that he should have been wrestling as in the late 80s. Yeah, here's here's something fun I, I noticed by looking at old Dustin Rhodes's career and that his weight yo-yos so much is that Dustin Rhodes... Judging by how he gets fat, is uh, him thin is how I should look. Isn't that fun? Oh yeah, you look fucking hot. Well, he just he just does the exact same. He gets <laughs> him as Black Rain. I was like, oh, I remember looking like that. <laughs> oh my god, the Black Rain stuff. We're gonna do that. All right, so Black Rain, for those of you who don't know, is basically Ted, either Eric Bischoff or it was Eric Bischoff, right? At that time in TNA, let's say it was. No. No, I'm talking about the WC. No, Black Rain, not Black Rain. Who? What was he in WCW? What was the creature he was in WCW? So oh. here's what. So here's what Go happens. Uh, let me break it down for you. Uh, break it break. down. The party's over. I gotta take care of the tables. Snap, snap, snap. That's how you work the legs. Here's what happened. He leaves the WWF. He comes back to WCW with his good buddy Vince Russo. Now. The initial Gold Dust stuff was all Vince Russo. So here's what he does. He debuts as a character called Seven, which There was, we go. Yeah, which was a uh, basically a, a takeoff of these characters from the movie Dark City, which was Dark City is the movie that the girl when you're in university in the early two thousands, like my favorite movie is Dark City, and yes, I dress like Daria. And you're like, ooh. <laughs> She doesn't call it a menage a trois. She calls it a threesome. I've got to kiss her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And basically, they rip off a, the guy from The Crow again. Like, this guy also directed The Crow. He also directs Dark City. So they go back to the well. It worked for Sting. Maybe it'll work for Gold Dust. Well, it doesn't. Because it comes across like they the this guy's gimmick is... He's a pedophile. Exactly. Because all the vignettes are him standing outside a kid's window and going, Come Grooming with me. the kid. 
Yeah. Yeah, all of them are him <laughs> grooming a child. <laughs> Whenever they complain about, like, Turner standards and practice is actually the real reason why WCW folded. <laughs> Make it because, <laughs> because Vince Russo wanted to flood your screen with pedophiles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then they turn babyface because sometimes the kid deserves it. That's wrestling logic, though. <laughs> that is the, that. And again, a lot of you are going, oh, Dylan's exaggerating. No, no, he's not. Imagine if, give, if given his druthers, Vince Russo would have been like, hey, Ric Flair, I fucked your kids. I fucked your son. <laughs> they would have had a match for Reed Flair. And Rick would have won, but Reed would have kicked Rick in the nuts and been like, I am in love with Vince Russo, and a man would have married a boy on TV full yeah. with a passionate kiss. Uh, keep in mind the amount of times he was like, bro, and then it turns out Stacy's also your daughter, and your son married your daughter. You had sex with your daughter. It's like, <laughs> wow. I think Vince Russo's one of those type of Christians that you're like, I don't think you believe in God. No, he's like, Bro, I'm into whatever religion they were into when it was fine to marry a 12-year-old, bro. Bro, I'm in the I'm in the religion that goes like this. Bros before hoes, bro. No domes, bro. Bro, Rob Zombie, bro. Bro, also a hoe is anyone that's under 15, bro. Bro. Remember, the biggest slut you know, bro. Hasn't been fucked yet, bro. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That's Vince another t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I'm Bruce Pritchard. Uh, box full of gimmicks. Fuck you. We're the rest of the review. Uh, our t-shirts read, a slut is someone you haven't fucked yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Easy on the eyes, hard on the pussy. <laughs> and then another one that's really horrible. Yeah. Mm, put it in your mucus pocket, fat fuck. <laughs> I've never heard it called a mucus pocket, and I never want to hear it again. Ooh, keep your hands warm in that denim fuck. <laughs> All right. So Vince Russo. Uh, Quick question, set- though. Sorry, yeah. Um, you, Did Seven work out well? Did he win the WCW television title? As we all know, Seven defeated The Undertaker at the last WrestleMania. Yes, it Great. worked out very well. Okay, good. I'm really glad it did. Oh, wait, of course, we're lying. Uh, and basically, Dustin just came to the ring before really even actually wrestling as Seven and burned the costume in an even more Vince Russo moment than he's a child molester. He is a wrestler just delivering a worked shoot angle where he's like, I'm sick and tired of this shit being told that I got to do this shit for someone who's shit. I'm not shit. My dad's not shit, but he's shit. I'm shit. Let's uh, shit. Oh, oh, no. Here was uh no. He, he came to the ring, John. How did he come to the ring, John? He came on a zip line and he floated all the way to the yes. ring, and it's real good. He floated all the way to the ring and was like, this gimmick's bullshit, and I'm tired of doing fucking gimmicks. Like, it's insane. This is his first promo as this character, and he's already thrown the character out, which leads to him being the American Nightmare, which you might recognize from being Cody Rhodes' uh, new angle, angle character. 
His new character uh, was the American Nightmare, and essentially, WCW uh, in 1999 to 2001 had two tracks. There was the Vince Russo's trying to push a bunch of guys from the power plant track, and then there was, of course, the second track, which is a bunch of these guys from regional TV in the late 80s are going to fight. And Dustin Rhodes was very much on that track, where he would wrestle Kurt Henning, he would wrestle, uh, he teamed with Terry Funk, and then he... uh, and then he, of course, went away from Terry Funk, and he wore red leather pants the whole goddamn time. I can't stress a- enough how right Dylan was with what he just said. It's insane that you look like, back like, on late WCW, and you're like, this was on television for a lot of people. One of those people was me. I would watch it every week, and my thought would be, no way could it get worse. And you're like, wow. It's like they heard me think that, and they went destroy his dreams (laughs) like dustin rhodes was on tv for two years with wcw second run was two years that's insane like that's literally that would be like saying hey john you've been speaking mandarin the whole time (laughs) yeah exactly like kane didn't have a mask for eight years and dustin rhodes was on tv in late wcw for two years the world is a vampire guys the world is a goddamn vampire and even oh what is um, quick question, Dylan. Uh, if the yeah. world's a vampire, what is it sent here to do? I don't know the rest of it. Drain, you fucking idiot. Drain, yeah. Drain my loads. The world's a cum vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Can I use so, that? I mean, that's another shirt. The world is a cum vampire. <laughs> that's the third shirt. Hey, pro wrestling tees. Fucking get on this. We'll be in Hot Topic within a year. <laughs> the world is a cum vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Someone from a band that no one likes would wear that. Oh, yeah. The band Spit that's for some reason gotten reunited. Well, I mean, because just hearing their name makes me never want to hear the music. Guys, don't worry. Uh, the Slipknot cover, uh, the Slipknot side project Stone Sour is back together. That's so funny. You remember super bands? Do they do that anymore? They do not do mm, that. No. They Thank literally... God. They, Rock and roll is at the point where it's like there's like um it's not about superman it's like just be happy that people are coming to your concerts. Yeah man, rock rock music is very fast going away and it couldn't it couldn't be a better time. I feel like everyone heard Nickelback and was like well the things can't get much worse and then they listened to the like a bunch of the official theme songs that Josie Scott put out for wrestling pay-per-views, and then they had a meeting and were like, so so can this just stop now, please? Can this just Here's stop? The, this is the even crazier thing, is that, like, you know, um, certain bands are still really, 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 really good, and then you see them live and you're like, oh, these are so boring. Like, it's, it's fucking, it's bizarre. Like, I love Clutch and a couple of the new metal bands that have come out, but then you see them live and they're like, why they just stood there? Metal's supposed to be like headbanging and fucking running around. And it's like, oh, they're nerds. Fuck. <laughs> well, the guys from Clutch are also like, this, but it's a tw- that band has been around for over 20 years now. Like, this is... I know, and they're, rock and they're still considered a, a new band. That's the weird thing about Clutch, where it's like, they just broke on the scene. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's what happens, right? You're old, you're white, you have a beard, and you've just broken on the scene for 20 years. Yeah. Much like Goldust, goddammit. Yeah, D- Goldust is the, 
He's the clutch of wrestling. In that, he's he's done drugs. Woo! He came back to w- to the WWF in 2002. Uh, Thank God. Some indies. They didn't even take a flyer on his contract when WCW originally ended. That's how fucked up this guy was on pills. He was sleeping in a trailer park. He was drinking uh, my favorite drink I've ever heard of, which is Mountain Dew and vodka, which basically... And everybody, this ain't your fucking pussy European-Canadian Mountain Dew with no caffeine. This is the American Mountain Dew that uh, I have drank before and it's you can actively feel your sperm dying <laughs> that's how it that's how it probably started this the mountain dew sperm thing because they figured nothing can survive that mountain dew yeah it basically goldus wanted to make sure that the roads line dies with me <laughs> well that's the whole thing right they're like uh well, does Mountain Dew lower your sperm count? Well, I mean, it is a cell, and I assume Mountain Dew kills all cells. So that, along with your throat, yes, will die. Do you think that Goldust, that uh, when he was living in that trailer, a part of it was where Goldust lived, and a part of it was for where Dustin lived? Yes. <laughs> and then there was Good. a third one where Black Rain lived. <laughs> Go on. All right. Now, so the 2002 WWF run um, is marked by him doing lots of pills and drinking a lot. That's basically it. But also uh, doing a great job. Yeah, that's the other thing. Is This this is like where he's teaming with Booker, Booker T. Uh, he Is this where he puts the uh, the wig on gold dust? And for some reason, Jim Ross talks about it like that was the day his wife died? <laughs> yeah. Well, this is... This is when they basically discover what gold dust is going to be for the next 16 years. It's very interesting to see what JR likes and doesn't like. Like he lets a lot of things go and then certain things Jim Ross reacts like my mom when you swear in a museum. Just like, "Oh, I thought I thought the world was supposed to be better." Well, this is the thing about Jim Ross and Jim Ross is undoubtedly one of the best pro wrestling, right? But the other thing is that he was best friends with Bill Watts and still uh, protects Bill Watts to this day. Like if you ever hear Jim Ross talk about Bill Watts, he know it's like when you when you hear someone talk about their friend that they ever they know that everyone thinks their shit, so they don't talk about them as well as they actually think about them. Oh, it's like when people talk about you to me. Yeah, I got you. I understand. That's not fair. That's not a fair thing to say. <laughs> You're being very unfair. I am. I'm not saying the whole story. Dylan has some opinions about the Me Too movement that some would call non-traditional. Um, <laughs> but Goldust comes in um, and obviously he starts teaming with Booker T pretty quickly after doing some jobs. And much like every other character from 2002 to 2018 is pretty much put on cruise control. Like this is who Goldust is for 16 years. He's always. It's so crazy that they, they, they literally are like, hey, Dustin, do you know about coasting? And he's like, I just would like to maintain my sobriety. Ha, ah, that's cool. You're going to do this until you're dead. What? <laughs> well, the kiss of death is essentially for and oddly we're gonna have to make this a bit about booker t as well is that they basically find out that booker t and goldust play well off each other and that each of them can take turns being the straight man for the other guy's goofy thing so they start reviewing movies 
and they review the Scorpion King, and they're making a big push on TV for the Scorpion King uh, is WWE, just to try and, like, you know what I mean, look how big the star of The Rock is. Um, and Booker T and Goldust do this amazing thing where Goldust reviews the movie, says it's great, Booker T also agrees it's great, but it's missing one thing, and that's Booker T. And then they do great, great stuff where they do a bunch of scenes uh, from the movie where they're saying, look at him. Oh my God! It's a, it's the Scorpion King, and then of course it's just Booker T in his in his wrestling regalia with a sword, saying, "I'm Booker T." Plus, I got this sword now. It's like really very funny stuff. But once they find out you're funny, this is also, by the else. way, I think the only. Uh, I just want to make the point that this is also one of the few times where when they're doing comedy stuff, it actually worked. Do you know what I mean? This is this is towards the end of the period of. Sometimes wrestling is actually funny. Yeah, this is very much. This is the last really good time. Yeah, of, like, like, and by the way, like it's and we are taught. Listen, I think our, I think our listenership. I think the wrestler review. Shut up, your fat army. Um, okay. s- slash the cum monkeys. Uh, <laughs> no. All right, so let's let's just say right now, listeners of the show are referred to as cum monkeys. Go from now on, they are the cum monkeys. Yes, <laughs> you are, but our little cum monkeys. <laughs> yeah, you, you are. Yeah, you you yeah, they're cum monkeys. What does that mean? They're wet. They're strong. They're looking to rip off genitals. <laughs> they're wet. And they're strong. Gross, but also yeah. We're wet. We're strong. We lack moral compass. We're wet. <laughs> We're strong. We lack a moral compass. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. I got to do this show more often on No Sleep because I got to tell you, I am telling nothing but truths. Um... Uh, but, 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 but when wrestling is funny, when we're talking about that, it's not like it's funny in other things. It's more like they went for a joke and it wasn't horrific. Like, yeah. because at this point, a wrestling, a, a wrestling comedy duo is like, oh, they're making fun of how people dress and then their careers are going to be done soon and they'll be real estate agents. Yeah, exactly. And this is also wrestling having to transition out of the go-to joke can't be just, this guy's a midget or, hey, you might be gay. Yeah, this is the first time they have to write past, uh, oh, what are we going to do to fill the middle segment? Have Sean Morley fuck his wife and then call him gay. Yeah, exactly. Call him gay because he didn't not because she came too. <laughs> it's gay. Yeah. If you listen carefully, you can hear the call of the cum monkeys. Ooh ooh ah ah. Shut up, your feta. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> but this is crazy because now in 2018, if a guy has any substance abuse problems, essentially they yank him off TV, and. There's this huge media backlash around it being is Twitter being what it is essentially now. But yeah. this time, Goldust is a big bed baby pill boy, but he's doing such a good job on TV, they just keep him on TV. He's involved in the playline from hell. Uh, the, sorry, the plane ride from hell. Uh, Which I gotta Elijah- tell, we have not had that. This is that's not had that much play on this show. For those of you who don't know, the plane ride from hell was basically when all the wrestlers acted the way we all know they want to. Yeah. Well, apparently Goldust grabbed the flight attendant and said, "You and me are gonna fuck." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, very bad stuff. And uh, he also get 
went over the plane's PA system, and this is where it gets real good, and sang to his ex-wife, Terry, uh, <laughs> before Jim Ross was like, you're, this is, this is literally one of the last things in a movie before a guy commits suicide. You gotta stop. <laughs> um, are you aware of the other things that took place on the plane ride from hell? Um, no, but can I take a guess? Go ahead. Kevin Nash convinced Ric Flair to give him all his money, and then Ric Flair showed his dick to someone who's so dangerously young that most wrestlers think it's a, a fun prank. And then Triple H uh, was just in the bathroom the whole time because he didn't want anyone to be able to see him with the... I don't know if Triple H was on the plane. You're half right. Ric, Ric Flair at one point just came out of the bathroom in the robe did a strut, showed everyone his dick, and then just shuffled back into the bathroom. <laughs> to jack uh, off. Uh, Michael Hayes was so drunk he tried to pee on Linda McMahon. That's really funny. Uh, Sean Waltman cut uh, Michael Hayes' ponytail off. Um, uh, uh, oh, this is my favorite one. Brock Lesnar and Kurt Henning fist fought against the, the, the fucking door. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. To explain further, you know the emergency, you know the door of an airplane that they lock when they, you're flying? A man who's essentially 10 refrigerators made of meat was thrown into that by a guy who likes to get drunk and is from Minnesota. Well, that's the thing, right? You don't usually put your tra play your travel schedule with like, hey, who's on this plane? Uh, on this plane is uh, are all the executives except for Linda. Who's on Linda's plane? All the drug addicts plus Linda. Yeah, someone I can't remember who, but someone had a like a stitch on their head, and someone else just hit the stitch as hard as they could, and they just bled for the rest of the flight. Jesus Christ. Mmm, yum. So yeah, that was the plane ride from hell. So basically, Goldust just doing some light chat probably saved him from being fired. Oh my god. Well, there was just too much going on. It's crazy that Michael Hayes has done what he's done and not been fired by this cover. It's crazy that Sean Waltman said, what did you take on that plane ride? And he's like, I don't know what I took, but I know it started with me drinking an entire Gatorade bottle full of GHB. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, so wrestling's sad. Yeah. Ooh, how are you going to numb the pain? I don't want to remember, but I want to be able to move. Jesus fucking Christ. Well, this was a very fun time in wrestling. Uh, not... This is the NWO uh, basically being a showcase for Booker T, which I don't really remember, and it, the NWO, the one of the most successful angles in professional wrestling history, is literally just denigrated to being a showcase for the Booker T and Goldust Act. It's and good stuff. It. Yeah. There is a bunch of, like, they. I didn't really realize this until I was watching some stuff, but it was like, there's a triple threat match with Big Show and X-Pac teaming with Booker T, where it's the NWO versus just three... Uh, three Jabers. Uh, I think it was Sean Stasiak, Tommy Dreamer, and Spike Dudley. And Booker T gets his own entrance. And there's a great thing where Goldust is trying to warn Sean Michael or Booker T. Pardon me, that Sean Michaels is going to turn on him. And there's the most needless uh, vignette in history where Kevin Nash is just trying to give everyone some 
of the paper because he's reading the paper. Uh, and Shawn Michaels is taking a shit. And then Big Show comes in and he also has to take a shit. And Booker T wants to talk to him about his theme song. And that's the vignette. They made I don't it very know. clear that Shawn Michaels is shitting. And then they were like, oh, well. And then the Big Show's like, I ate too many steaks. I have to shit. This is also around the time where... Where and apparently it was like the 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 fastest Vince McMahon has ever said yes to a gimmick, which is someone gave big or um, Eddie Guerrero gives Big Show a burrito and then he shits a lot and it, like a Vince McMahon was literally <laughs> just like absolutely like greatest fucking idea. can he actually shit? <laughs> I want him to shit on me, <laughs> but. This is Booker T getting over too much for his own good, and we all know what happens. He's a funny, funny boy, and then he has to face Triple H in a who's better, black people or white people match, and Triple uh, H yes. by a lot. If you're a Patreon subscriber, you know what we speak of, the classic, um, what col- uh, Booker T should win this match. There's only one problem, the color of his sin. Skin, fuck you, John, not sin. It is a sin, uh, yes. John believes it's a sin. Well, listen. God isn't involved, obviously, but... What? Hello. Hello. But Goldust is a drug addict, so after his NWO uh, thing fizzles out, they actually do a really great storyline where Batista and Randy Orton beat him up. And it elicits a lot of sympathy because it's like, Randy Orton and Batista are just these young, young boys, and they really look like pieces of shit picking on basically old, busted-ass Goldust, but what happens? What happens is they beat him, they shock him, they throw him into a bunch of electrical uh, equipment, so he gets Tourette's. Oh, yeah. This is, again, them trying to reclaim the old flame of the attitude era, so they're like, well, we can't we can't do exactly what we used to do, so what are we going to do? Oh, I know. We'll, we'll give him a... We'll give him a disease that you can't, and this is straight from Goldust's mouth. It was a disease you can't die of, so they thought it was cool to make fun of. Yeah. <laughs> he did an entire Howard Stern show in character with Tourette. It's, and Howard Stern is not going along with it. It's very oh, it's weird. Because also, this is a time where That's wrestlers awesome. were going on the Howard Stern show. This is when China was constantly going on the Howard Stern show. One of the craziest things ever is where China, for some reason, claims her new boyfriend is her brother and then um, sings a song naked about Triple H. It's fucking weird. Well, yeah, Howard Stern doing the classic, like, uh, hey, <laughs> hey, you guys seem to be having a rough time. Why don't you come in and I'll show you what a rough time is. <laughs> yeah, hey, uh, you guys don't seem to recognize who your friends and who your enemies are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to make you have your low point on camera. Yeah. People uh, misunderstand me. I'm a nice man, but also I'm a cold-hearted piece of shit. <laughs> and, uh, Obviously, the gold dust. After that, they're done with him. They he has a couple more feuds. He's out of the WWE for the third time. He wrestles on the Indies, goes to TNA for a bit, where he's the Lone Star, Dustin Rhodes, baby. Yeah, baby. Did you watch any of this TNA shit that he did? I rem I remember when he was doing this, really? and it was yeah. I was downloading off LimeWire episodes of Total Nonstop Action Wrestling when I was in university. Because that's how much I fucking commit. That's you, what you do, baby. Um, this was what... Th- I gotta tell you, he wasn't half bad and was kind of... It kind of worked because at this point, TNA was basically just Southern Wrestling 
And Dustin Rhodes at this point has been wrestling for a long ass time, and no, like he's is like Vicodin notwithstanding, he knows how to fucking wrestle, which is kind of crazy. And he was a you know a good third match on the card guy. And then he had some matches with um, oh not Beer Money, America's Most Wanted. And then his TNA contract expired, and guess where he went? Back to the WWE. Yeah, baby. Fourth time in the Fed, and the real oh, problem oh, is oh. he did the Goldust character so well, but then they lay they switched the label to it, where basically it was like we're never gonna put this on top because the way that this character works is, um, it makes brings light to the fact that our fans hate gay people, so they make him like a mid card comedy babyface. But what's funny is everything that they do brings light to the fact that their fans hate gay people. Like, the fact they're on the Fox network is a pretty big evidence that a good portion of their fans are like, yeah, Bill O'Reilly's the new commissioner of Raw. That's one of the best points ever, is that yeah. they're going to have this women's revolution, but you're literally partnering with Fox. Yeah, you're... Yeah, you're partnering with yeah. You're doing the women's revolution, and also next week it's Charlotte in a she has to hang out with the dead body of Roger Ailes match. There are no, <laughs> there are no winners. Well, that's the problem with wrestling as a whole. Is I will say this. It, oh, you had to say whole, Dylan. How inappropriate. Uh, H O L E. Ha 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 ha. Love Courtney Love, right? So. No, the problem with wrestling is that essentially from A to B, this is right wing theater. As to butts. Uh, yes, it is right wing theater. Yes, this is a theory I have about you and me, John. This is this is what I've figured out through my like is that we're left wing rednecks. Yeah, we are. Because our favorite things are heavy metal and pro wrestling, but we also like to sing. Yeah. Listen, I enjoy an opera as much as the next gal. But I would vastly prefer it if in the middle of uh, um, um, the ring cycle, one of the Valkyries leg dropped the king. Yeah. Maybe someone bleeds during the opera. Also, I don't like the opera. I'm fine with that. <laughs> I just I'm like it because I like it. Museums are boring. The opera's boring. Musicals are boring. Like museums, are, museums are not boring. Musicals are not boring. Museums are not boring. You just are bad at museums. How are you bad at museums? People take too long in museums. You just got to walk through and see all the cool shit fast. <laughs> Can you be a museum tour guide? Or the object is to get... That's the Mona Lisa. Don't fucking stand still. Yeah, what are you doing? You've already seen it? Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Here, take a picture. The very funny thing is... And me and my friend Adam went to the Louvre in Paris... And uh, the best thing about going to a museum right now in 2018, I the amount of selfies, the yeah. amount of selfies. People like yeah. you with the Mona Lisa needs, great. Me, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Me and the Mona Lisa, May May Lily. As always, uh, Brendan Burns, often mentioned on this show. One day he'll listen. Uh, always talks about how the amount. The first time he ever saw someone take a selfie was at the Grand Canyon. And his point was like, why the fuck do you need a photo to remember the time you looked at the Grand Canyon? It's the craziest thing you'll ever see. You don't need a reminder of it with you in the photo. 
That's crazy that Brendan went and saw your mom's vagina and got a photo. <laughs> I don't understand that. Toxic behavior. <laughs> hey, you guys, everyone here knows that Dylan Gott's Big name. Big are bad. Big Dylan Gott's real, la- real last name is Weinstein. Mm, nope. That's how that works. You can just say no. That's true. I was about to do a joke that would have re- resulted in Dylan having to do some massive editing. Ladies and gentlemen, um... They bring him back for they bring him back for a fourth time to the WWE, and uh, here's how that works: he's brought out um, by the coach to attack Batista in one of the weirdest, most really the saddest. People talk about Vader recently passed, and people are sad about that. But if you want to see a guy hitting, when they ever they brought legends back. In 2005, 2006, they were always look. They always look terrible. Vader trips getting into the ring against Batista. Goldust looks fine, but no one cares about that. They try and make a funny tag team with him and Gene Snitsky. It doesn't work. If you think about it, yeah, I just want to say this about Vader's passing and just something I've noticed is that every story about Vader is either he was really angry or he was crying. Which I'm just like, this poor man had emotional problems. (laughs) I mean, that could that could be it. Like, like, I'm, like, because, like, like, Vader is basically he's if MMA was existed when Brock Lesnar or when Vader was twenty, Leon White would have been like he would have been the ultimate fighter. I don't know about that. I mean, he was he's too uh, too fat. Also, he was already injured from being a foosball player. They would have leaned him down, BB. Don't you worry. Um, Dylan, do you want to take a break and then we'll come back and continue going through the ping pong career? That is gold dust in the 2000s. Can I tell you this? Yeah. Um, did you know that he had three 10 years of TNA? And we'll quickly talk about the second one after this break. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, g- get the fuck ready. It's bad. Okay, see you in <laughs> fucking hell. Enjoy the break. Hello. This one will be even shorter. Patreon.com backslash rest of review. You know why to go there. And if you don't. Suck it. There's shit on my ass. Oh, what a great break. Dylan, how good was that break for you? Oh, it was so good. Mm. Mm. Are you coming? It was so good. Yeah, I'm nutting everywhere. Oh, there's so much coming. It's interesting, by the way. Um, I did. Uh, I was just looking it up during the break. If you count up the amount of times we discuss come on the podcast, it would be the mm-hmm. length of the book War and Peace. <laughs> more like snoring piece that'd be way more fun <laughs> way more fun to just talk about the the new ting the new poot so the year is 2007 if i remember correctly the year is uh right now it's 2006 goldust has just been fired for no showing a wwe appearance probably because he lived in a trailer park and had a, a bunch, bunch of girlfriends he doesn't remember the name of legit wow like it's crazy that he didn't die it's crazy that his kid didn't die there was one time his uh he was dating this lady he doesn't remember the name of and she just drank a 26er of jack daniels while she was watching his infant daughter and his daughter didn't die and she was just crawling around you know what i mean doing what kids do when they're unsupervised (laughs) seeing if poison is bad for you yeah yeah. Ooh, what's all this white stuff? I like sugar. No, cocaine. That's a real thing that could have happened. He does a second tour with TNA where he um no sorry about this um he debuts his regular ass Dustin Rhodes in TNA and then Vince Russo uh, realizes 
that guy used to be Goldust, and he becomes Black Rain. Yeah, he does. Which, I gotta tell you, I don't remember existing, and I was watching TNA at this time. I watched TNA for a long time. It's very sad. What was the best part about Black Rain to you? The fact I have no memory of it whatsoever. Do you know what makes up the character? Uh, He carried a rat to the ring. That's the best stuff. Yeah, he killed a bunch of the rats, too. Uh, he once he left one in a car uh, where it was 120 degrees inside, so it uh, fried the rat, killed it slowly in the heat. He tortured a rat to death inadvertently. YOLO. Jesus fucking Christ. Um, yeah, he, this is a, another one where their uh, wrestlers just shouldn't uh, be allowed to handle... Wrestlers, I would say, given the previous treatment of animals, if you become a pro wrestler, you shouldn't be allowed to have a pet full stop. That should be yeah. something you give up. Every time there's a pro wrestler animal, it's always like, it's countdown to, and then they got the animal drunk, and then the dynamite kid fucked it. <laughs> well, it's like, through if you're a pro wrestler, throughout your lifespan of having an animal, there will be a point where you're like, like even if you love it, you're like, well, my dog is 15, why don't you just kill it in the ring? That sounds like a great idea. So he, yeah, he's a rat in a bag. His uh, new wife, Terrell, had found a hammer at a, with a spike at the end at a renaissance fair that he would slam into mostly Abyss's head. Because all he did was feud with Abyss, and he had a, par- a partner named Relic, which is killer backwards. He's probably one of, he's widely known as one of the worst uh, characters in wrestling history. Why? Because it was just Johnny Stamboli from our good old friends. You can listen to the uh, multiple part series we did on... The, oh my god, what the fuck were they called? The Natural Born Thrillers. Yeah, probably the apex of this podcast was the Natural Born Thrillers saga. All downhill from there. The Mike Sanders segue into Mike Sanders thinking we killed his dog is one of the best things that we've ever been a part of. No, Mike Sanders, what happened was we did a Mike Sanders episode and we released it. It's obviously making fun of Mike Sanders. For sure. um, But... The better part of it is that it, we inadvertently released it on the day his dog died. Yeah. So it just looked like that we were just making fun of a sad man, which we were, but not for that reason. He's not sad. I mean, he hosts comedy shows in Florida. Yeah, man, that's that's what sad people do. You don't need to laugh in Florida. You've got pills. <laughs> That's why I like about Mike Sanders' career, though. Everyone was like, ooh, he has this charisma. I just really naturally hate him. It's like, yeah, you could go see any house MC at most comedy clubs, and you could also have a heel manager. Like, I know 10 guys who inadvertently would be great heel managers. Me. That's the end of the list. No, the list is very long. Oh, is it, Dylan? You you're fuck. not on it. You'd be a really great mm, guy who builds the ring. Bitch, 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 bitch. But... Black Rain and Relic, uh, they had like a bunch of tack matches. This is the insane thing about TNA. You can't remember anything that happened in TNA, but all of your heroes were there and they all were in tack matches except for Hulk Hogan. Like Ric Flair did a tack match. Yeah. He retired. The I'm sorry, I love you super kick happened. One of the best retirements in wrestling history maybe the best retirement and then like two months later he was being stabbed by abyss in the middle of the ring. well and again just, i know you're all thinking but why oh because rick flair can't let it go i'll tell you uh what dustin rhodes was able to let go of sobriety oh i actually meant getting fucked up fuck fuck <laughs> no he also let go of sobriety 
tons and tons and tons of time. Um, yeah, no, but this is in 2007, 2008 is when he finally got sober. He ended up being a security guard for a jewelry store, which I assume also involved Dusty Rhodes coming by and just making fun of his son. Isn't that baby? If you got any young, but now you're working for the people that make that the finger look good. You can do that, baby. Yeah, man, he's so fucked up during this period. Like you can look at him; he's so fat. He's and like Goldust has gotten fat before, but this is clearly like I'm gonna die soon, fat. And this is when he basically goes into rehab for an extended period of time and actually does fully kick his bad habits, which we're all proud of. And all like, and you know, obviously, the fact that this dude is still around and wrestling is a tribute to his power, blah blah blah. But we should still be able to be make fun of Black Rain because this oh. guy was <laughs> this guy was wearing like it's like a gold dust cosplay. He also wears a wig, and <laughs> the thing is, he's not just Black Rain. Sometimes he's Dustin Rhodes. And then he switches into becoming Black Rain. And his finishing move is best described as the pedigree, but without hooking the arm. So it just looks so shit. Oh, good. It's so bad. But that's also a great earmark of TNA, which is they're going to do this move, but worse that it's done badly somewhere else. It's the Stone Cold Stunner without the kick to the gut, so it just looks awkward. Hey, he didn't put the kick to the gut in there for a while. He just grabbed the head. Yeah, and it um and it's not good. No, it's really good. Oh, okay, good good idea. Oh wait, you're f- fuck you. I'm very cool. Fifth time he comes to the WWE uh is in 2008 and he doesn't really do anything once again. No, he doesn't. He's just up four. He's This is the crazy thing. He's like for four years, they're like testing out because this is one of the this is a classic thing. Essentially, they used to do this with Jake the Snake, which is, hey, you love pills, so let's just see if you can be on TV without doing all of these pills, and he can. And they put him in with his nine thousand funny tag team where he teams up with Hornswoggle, and then he gets yeah, traded good, to. No, it's funny because he's short. Yeah, no, what's good is they see one of them is disabled, and that's bad. If this was in the Attitude Era, it would have been Goldust and his walking, talking butt plug. <laughs> yeah. If Hornswoggle was around in the Attitude Era, it literally would have been... Hornswoggle would have been a tampon for Mae Young for a year. <laughs> yeah, that would have been good, though. That would have been really good. <laughs> <laughs> Hornswoggle's finishing move, if he would have... if Yeah, if it was the year uh, 2000, would have just been like Goldust shoved him in his ass and then shit him out on the opponent. And the opponent drowns in shit. Tap. That's very funny. He's drowned in shit again. He's drowned in shit again. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Gold dust with plug butt. You know how they always do that? Just like the worst. What? Putt blug? Putt blug would have been his name. I don't get that. Oh, it's really smart and funny. You're taking the it's joke too far. It's something that me and... Me and Michael Hayes came up with. Hey, I got, I got a good, I got a good storylines for you. How about this? How about I sell Mark Henry in an auction? Yeah, baby, listen. Uh, I'm not one to not uh, to do an idea, but wouldn't you be me something perfect like that, baby? All I can tell you is I want to get Bill Watts on the phone because he's actually going to come. 
<laughs> Bill, Bill, it's birthday. Listen to this. You're Mark Henry, right? You know how you refer to him as, ooh, that's a sofa. I'd like to put in my living room. But listen up, baby. Watch around this way because we're actually going to sell him at auction. Okay, I'm the American theme, but the rose. I'm wearing a mink underwear. <laughs> this is the crazy thing, and this one sound awful because it probably is, but I imagine the conversation when, uh, Terry and Dustin finally broke up, went like this when he told his dad, hey, dad, uh, me and Terry broke up. And That's very good because you, you, you should not be with only one woman for the rest of your life and make your penis small. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, thank God you got away from her. I don't really care that you're addicted to the pills, though. Uh, the thing you need to remember is that the drug addiction shows strength. Being with a whore shows that you're weak. <laughs> drug addiction doesn't show of strength. Yeah, yeah, baby. You know, cause you four gotta, t-shirts. You got to have a. You gotta be thrown to shit in public, baby. <laughs> but he was involved in a. This is the great thing about when ECW was around. ECW and Sci-Fi is that they would just be like, "Oh, there was a huge trade that we announced on WWE.com because we know you won't watch that, but we need to, to do something to. I don't want to dedicate TV time to this anymore. That's basically what it was." So he got traded in a 15-man trade to ECW. Um, This is in the dog days of ECW when it was like finishing up and then being rebranded as NXT. Back when it was like this weird reality show that wasn't a reality show. Yeah, when it was basically The Miz and Daniel Bryan got fired because he tried to strangle a man. So weird. Yeah, it's it's just like a general because that was the funny thing. It was like it was a general thing you would see on any wrestling thing, but Daniel Bryan got fired for it, I guess. But they think it was something else. Like there was more to it than that, but I don't know what it is, and I don't care to like. It's one of those many things about wrestling where you're like, oh, I'm sure there's more to this than that, like than meets the eye, and I should figure it out. But good god damn it, do I not fucking goddamn fucking want to? Yeah. So he's fucking. Done with the company again in 2012. Worked some indies to 2013. And here's the thing. This is why I think he always had a great relationship with the company. Is because he always used the gold dust name on indies. When the company didn't care and just let him. Which I think is good. Like I think if like... The weird thing about the contract is like... Like if... If it's Stone Cold Steve Austin and he leaves the WWE, I don't... Like, obviously, you're not going to let him use Stone Cold. You're going to try and, like, throw a wrench in it however you can so he can't, like, really upstage your company and create new competition. But that being said, if it's, like, Carlito or Goldust or people who are just in the mid-card, then just let them make 50 bucks on an indie show. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's stop trying to sue Carlito for also buying an Apple... The man has so little. <laughs> how many? How great would it be if it was like, yeah, the WCW early 90s version of Carlito, where it's like, Warlito, Caribbean nice, and then he eats a tomato and spits it at people? <laughs> <laughs> spit in the face of people who don't want to be kind. Oh, uh, this doesn't spit as easily. I got to tell you, the whole thing about the Carlito character is one of, like, it's like, like what are you like? Why what 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 eleven ideas have you put together here, guys? They just were like, hey, how about Razor Ramon has a afro and an apple now? So fun and so weird. But this is when, because Goldust has been in the company for the last five years, and it's really off the strength of this next angle, which 
This next angle I'm going to tell you guys about is really, really great, and is it's one of those things where it's a shame that WWE doesn't have, like, seasons? Yeah, you know, absolutely. Because they just have to keep going when a story reaches its, like, great end. But essentially, um, the authority are being dicks to uh, Cody Rhodes. And also, holy really fuck, holy fuck. Yes. Has the authority been around for a long-ass time as well? Oh, yeah. You just forget how slow things move now. Like, like I, it's one of those things where it's like, Goldust basically came back with Stardust, but that was 2013, I think. Yeah, r- remember part one of this, where Goldust came out and he was the hottest thing in wrestling, and then two years into it, he was throwing Goldust attire in a garbage and lighting it on fire and saying... I'm not gold dust. I'm du- like he basically said I'm Dustin Rhodes. I'm a real man. Fuck gold dust. He's done that like 30 times in his career. The first time being like a year and a half into being gold dust and the authority's been around since I was 22. Like, Triple H has been the Triple H has been Vince McMahon's hand-picked successor. I'm going to win the title. I run this company guy for I think 19 years now maybe 18 like when did he leave dx and become the mcmahon helmsley alliance 2000 2000 yeah so that's nine, 18 19 years that's it's been the same storyline for the last 18 19 years suck my dick that's fucking insane because they'll step away from it now like they'll step away from it until wrestlemania and then when wrestlemania comes around once again triple h runs the company and stephanie is being rude and ronda rousey's got to face them both again like that's it's the old hogan thing where you face the celebrity just to get your face on sports center but this is how long it's been away. and sometimes it really works like this really worked um because cody's gonna get fired uh and Goldust and dusty step in and it's this whole thing where the authority is working with the shield at this time so dustin and cody get into this huge feud with the shield uh, during which Big Show, who she's controlling, uh, sorry, who Stephanie's controlling, because he has Big Show has no money, so he knocks out Dusty Rhodes, and it's this whole thing of it's three against two. Uh, you know, Cody's small and Goldust is Goldust. How are they going to overcome the fucking Shield? These three new warriors. And they do these like amazing vignettes, uh, Goldust does and Cody does. And it's so 80s, 70s pro wrestling where it's just get behind these like underdogs. And the crowd really does. And it really, really works. And if you watch the title match where Big Show comes back and turns on the authority and knocks out everybody in the shield, resulting in uh, Cody and Goldust winning the titles. It's really, really great stuff. The problem is that <laughs> that it ha- that the story has to keep going, so they lose the titles to the New Age Outlaws on the pre-show to the Royal Rumble. Hmm. And yeah. this is also a very weird time. Oh yeah, no, because it's also like this is also this weird sort of time where it's like the New Age Outlaws are back and they're friends with CM Punk and Goldust yes. is the best he's ever been as a worker and he's sort of teaming with Cody, but then Cody becomes Stardust as a tribute to Dusty, but that's not the tribute he wants to make to his now dying to soon to be dead dad. Like 
it just gets fucking weirder and re- weirder. Oh, yeah. And yeah. doesn't ever really come to a resolution. And now it sort of enters into this phase that we've not left, which is basically like Goldust is there, too. If I have to describe the last few years of Goldust's career, it's basically like he they've been making different television shows in this studio. And Goldust just happens to have this deal with an executive where his apartment is always in the actual TV set. So every episode he walks in and is like, don't forget about the hammers. And everyone was like, never was gonna. Why is that character still here? And then he leaves. And <laughs> like that. But you're, you you wouldn't like any TV. You wouldn't it, you'd notice it if he's not you wouldn't notice it if he wasn't there and you also don't notice that he's still there. Well, I mean, in his current function, like basically we have to get through two major things and then we're done he, the yeah. gold dust 990,000 year career, but his main function now is lower mid-card recognizable face who you can just job out and it does nothing. Yeah, he's basically like well like, our truth has got to wrestle someone. Yeah, and it's the whole thing of, like, them having an androgynous character on TV, but they don't want to make him a heel, and he's really good at being, like, a sympathetic babyface, but they don't want to make him a heel because, once again, the way you make him a heel is he's gay, that's bad. How awesome, how fucking awesome would it be if they were just like, he's non-binary, everyone knows gender is not an archetype. Oh, that would be so good. If they just went... Oh, then he- he, they went full on just Breitbart wrestling, and it was just the. <laughs> just every episode is du- Dusty Rose declare, uh, Goldust declaring himself non binary, and then, then just trying to beat him up. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or not, he's non binary, so he gets a challenge for the women's title. Yeah, we're eight, like, we're, we're eight years away from them doing that because that's how long it's going to take for Vince McMahon to. Dec- like, when they catch up to the Me Too movement in the WWE. Jesus. Well, that's the thing about Vince McMahon is that he's distanced himself because of the steroid scandal in the early 90s. His name is off all the paperwork. He's essentially just the quote-unquote CEO who actually runs the company as the owner, but he doesn't technically own anything. He's set, it's, it's set up exactly like the mob. Like Vince McMahon is no longer the head. He's just the tail of the snake. It'll be fine. The McMahons are all lizard people. <laughs> they'll just do whatever they I'm need to do. I'm not talking about actual. I'm not talking about actual accusations. I'm talking about Vince McMahon wanting to incorporate the Me Too movement into storyline. Oh, that he'll be like, oh, this is great. You know, like how in 2011 everyone was the Joker for a bit, it, like that. I mean, I really hope you're wrong. I uh, Fox I, will give Me Too. Fox will give really, really weird network notes where they'll have a storyline about how the Me Too movement is good, and then they'll come back and be like, no, it's bad. <laughs> Uh, you have to have a you have to do a thing where Commissioner Bill O'Reilly comes out and proves that the lady was lying and all ladies lie and that's bad. Oh yeah, Commissioner Bill O'Reilly, uh, we are that's happening, baby, for sure. There's a stable of all black wrestlers and they literally get shot and killed in the ring. Yeah, called Black Lives Splatter. <laughs> oh no, hundred percent. That's no, John. Oh. I could see it happening. Yeah, that's the problem with wrestling is everyone who's listening to this who knows enough about wrestling is like, wow, I can't believe that hasn't happened yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just a or just a stable of all flat black wrestlers called Black Lives Platter. <laughs> They've got diabetes. Dylan, what is the worst thing about this Dustin Rhodes period? No, we're not done yet. I'm just going to quickly finish up. What? Because we, yeah, I'm not done yet. 
What is left? Buddy, we're in tw- we're 2015. All right, keep What's going. Left? His uh. Well, Cody goes on that losing streak and then becomes Stardust and Goldust feuds with Stardust in stuff that wasn't as good, obviously, as Cody and Goldust when Goldust big return angle. Um, and that so the big Goldust return angle worked for a couple reasons. And that basically was because he obviously had gotten over pills. Obviously, he's in the best shape he's probably ever been in wrestling wise. Um, but this one kind of doesn't work because they do that losing streak. Like they've done so many losing streak angles now once they started with the MVP one. But Cody goes nuts, turns into Stardust. Do you remember any of this? Yeah, I remember all of this. Yeah. So, and I think Cody did a great job as Stardust. Cody did an absolutely exceptional job as Stardust, but it drove him crazy because what happened is in the middle of it, his dad died and he wanted to do it like, he wanted to like be more of a tribute to his father as opposed to being this weird character with his dad's odd nickname and they basically wouldn't let him do it yeah that's the crazy thing is because as we mentioned the first one stardust was also a name that was floated out there so basically they both have their father's nickname yeah it's really weird they're both they're both living tributes to a man who was bad at being a dad (laughs) i mean it's probably impossible to be a good dad when you're on the road buying mink coats to outdo Ric Flair, even though your story is that you're a common man and now you have mink coats too for some reason. Yeah, he's falling on hard times. All he needs to do is pawn one of his jackets and he'll be able to buy a house. But no. <laughs> but no. He doesn't... I mean, I think the Stardust thing started out great, but then obviously, like you said, his father passes away and he obviously wants to... They both should have just been the Rhodes brothers like they both should have just been the Rhodes brothers and one little thing I will say this that they add to the Goldust character um in the return angle they do with the whole Rhodes family him Cody and Dusty is that as matches progress the Goldust paint comes off and that doesn't really happen before that yeah that's a good point yeah it's also because the paint is also a lot more gold and a lot more black so it's a lot yeah. it's a it's a lot more noticeable when it fades as opposed to when it was just black around his eyes that would stay and then the gold would kind of fade in the background so as usual you're fucking wrong you dumb fucking idiot no i'm really smart no the last major thing that goldust does is he forms the team the golden truth yes which is like you said 2002 booker t and goldust funny stuff like they do the darth goldust thing they do Goldust as the Crocodile Hunter. They do even the Undercover Brother one, um, where Goldust uh, is in a like a leisure. No, sorry, he's in a he's in a, a stupid button up with an afro, and it's this is gonna sound weird, but it's the most tastefully done. When I went to watch Goldust as the Undercover Brother talking to Brooker T, telling him not to go in the NWO, my expectations was, oh, Goldust did blackface. And he didn't. It was the most tasteful way they could have done it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I feel like Goldust also rejected Blackface five times from five different writers. <laughs> That's how they came at this. Say what you want about Goldust, but he has a limit, and that limit is drinking a lot of vodka, but not racially offending anyone, but sexually harassing everyone. <laughs> We're gonna fuck consensually obviously that's what he said afterwards yeah he said but if you want that yeah i'm attracted to you based on your personality not your skin color though i haven't had sex with one of you jesus christ jesus fucking christ well how does that make it good 
I'm not sure. I'm on Vicodin. <laughs> but they form the Golden Truth, which essentially is Vincent Man goes like, "Who do we have another zany black one?" And then they go, "Our truth." Yeah. Shrug shoulders, and then he goes, "That's fine. Make him be with that guy." Yeah. So he does, and for two years, uh, they team and are always the like low point comedy wise of the show how many times in the the last calendar year do you think that vince mcmahon has called our truth the junkyard dog <laughs> no you want to know something crazy apparently him and ron killings are great friends <laughs> i like it vince mcmahon and our truth hang out like a lot that makes me really happy actually like the way it- the way it's been explained on a couple podcasts is that like Vince McMahon works all the time, and instead of going home to his wife, he just hangs out with our truth. <laughs> well, because this you're is like me. you're like Linda, but you know about baseball. This is great. Yeah, you're like Linda, but I'm not concerned about you trying to have another weak child with me. <laughs> exactly. He did. Uh, Goldust tried to. He did. He did a bunch of great Goldust vignettes when he turned on our truth uh, a while ago, and then tried to do a Goldust is back as a heel thing, and that didn't. That didn't really pan out because you can't really do that. Like that's more of like a short term. Goldust is back. I'm actually mad at people, but yeah, he tried. They did. They did that last year, and uh, I guess where you should actually end it is that uh, they did Starcade yeah. as a house show. And he came back as the natural Dustin Rhodes be- and beat Dash Wilder. Yes, he did. With a bulldog. That's that's probably where he should end it. And also, let's not forget, what a beautiful sentiment uh, for what was basically a funeral where they spat on Jim Crockett's grave. <laughs> yes, they did, yeah. yeah. They took Starcade and were like, yeah, this is a okay drawing house show. Go fuck yourself. Because they didn't even put it on the network. That was the great part. Yeah, no, they do Yeah, we yeah, we we want to tell sell tickets in um, fucking Greenville and nowhere else. So fuck you. So good stuff. So good. Yeah, and they could have done so many cool oh, things to have a arcade thing, but, but they just not, didn't. They're not going to because suck my dick is a hundred percent of the thinking. Yes, man. They could totally own Southern wrestling, but they just don't want to. Yeah, because they don't. They like. Oh, we could help that. Like, it's one of those. Like, why would I help someone who's already drowning in their shit? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Dylan, worst thing about dusty gold dust black rain roads. You say worst? Worst. The worst thing is uh, black rain. Black rain is the worst because it was worse than seven. It was actually worse than the seven character, but it was like a year long. He almost died of pill use during the period. Like it was horrible. Like every single thing like creatively it was the worst thing and personally it was the worst thing i don't know if you could find a worse period in anyone's career ever like even the split personality thing and then the voice he did where he was trying to affect a different voice but it was just like a, it was just a, it was like a kid doing an impression of an adult like i'm i'm black rain now i'm gonna hurt you abyss i'm gonna stab you abyss or kevin or whatever your real name is Someone let me out of this prison of addiction. That was pretty much it. Yeah, it's not worse than Seven. Seven made light of child molestation, so Seven is the worst thing about Dustin Rhodes. You think the worst thing? I don't think it is. I think it's my favorite thing. 
You, yeah, well, that's because you're... It's weird. You don't... You've never been molested, nor have you molested, but you're fine with it. But here's the thing. Sep, that, that's not... That was an inference. My favorite... Here's why I think Seven's the best thing is because it's the dumbest thing of all time because they could have just, like, stopped, waited longer, and then just debuted him as Dustin Rhodes, but they didn't. They just had him come out, float to the ring... Spend money. Like they they spent money on that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, they spent a lot of money on it, and then he shit on it. Yeah, it's actually a good point. Well, what they could have done is just like have Dustin Rhodes come down to the ring. Oh, you introduce him as seven, and then he comes down to the ring and just walks down to the ring, and then Tony Schiavone goes, uh, "Oh, this is he's uh, all right. This isn't seven. Is supposed to be on this." Says they did the thing they did all the time, where it's like, "Oh, seven's on the sheet. This is supposed to be seven. Dustin Rhodes is out here, and then Dustin Rhodes gets a microphone. Like they wanted me to dress up like a fucking loser, like Uncle Fester, and then point at the thing, make fun of it. But I'm Dustin Rhodes. I'm a legacy in this business. Blah blah blah. Which he did, but they also did the entrance for some reason. Like I mean, no, it was the worst. It was. One of the one of the biggest pieces of wrestle crap of all time, and no one ever really talks about. Like people kind of talk about it, but everything about that was so bad it was the best. Yeah, again, you're just covering up for the fact that you like you like the idea of people being groomed to fuck adults. And I think that Nambla has some good points. Yeah, you're Doy Dunny Duxon. What's that mean? One of the members of Nambla, a friend of mine, found the Nambla, Nambla website. Oh no, wait, wait, just can I say something? Yeah. So. In the edit, this will stop at one of the good members of Nambla, a friend of mine. Continue, though. <laughs> oh. Waste your words. Uh, <laughs> Waste your words, John, because I'm stopping it at one of the good men- members of Nambla, a friend of mine. And then the episode, and then I'll be like, thanks very much for listening, guys. John started describing how much he hangs out at pools, and I just ended the episode. <laughs> um, <coughs> so friends of mine, got, in the year 2005, they got obsessed with Nambla, and Nambla had a website, and it listed its members on the website because Nambla is fucked. That's crazy. And one of them, of my, a guy we don't actually speak to anymore because he's in an actual cult, he claimed that he read on the website that one of them was named Doy Donnie Duckneys. That's good stuff. Um, so you list, you list names, but they're all made up. Yeah, and then we were like, that's not a name. That's not a name. And then we looked at the website and it wasn't there. And he's like, they changed it. They didn't want you to know about Doy Dunny Duckneys. This is a man who was at like 23 and was making up pedophiles. He's a real fucking weirdo. He's now in a cult and believes that um, Freddie Mercury is inside his body. I'll say this. You don't need to make up pedophiles because I'm talking to one right now. What's your favorite thing about Golda? I am not a pedophile. How fucking dare you? Um, longevity. He's... For fu- yeah, he's been a f- he's been a wrestler for thirty years. There are the man was doing pills throughout most of the Bush administration and didn't really miss a step. It's fucking crazy. I will say this: maybe the worst thing. There's so many different parts in the like the roller coaster ride that is this dude's career. But it's like I'll say on the real, the best thing about him is probably that Cody Rhodes, the feud with the Rhodes family against the Authority and by extension the Shield. That's probably actually the best thing about him during this period. But um, the worst thing about him, legit, might be that like what could have been, you know, like how good he is in the ring now. Had he just not had pill problems for legit fifteen years, he would have been like yeah, he would have been like a his Kurt fifteen Henning, year prime. He was a pill head. Yeah, he would have been a Kurt Henning versatile wrestler, like upper mid card exceptional. Yeah, exactly. 
He, the Goldust character was like so good, and there was such a specific way they could have like molded it to be such a great like almost like backup Undertaker type character. Like it could have been great like point. really Fucking could have been the new point. Jake the Snake's Roberts. It could have been the new Jake the Snake Roberts. Oh, Jake but the they Snake's had to Roberts. Go for the- Jake the fucking Snake. Are you a fucking idiot? He had a bunch of different snakes, John. He didn't just have one. Jake the Snakes. <laughs> Jake the Snakes. You, 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 you zinged me, mate. You fucking zinged me. Zing, zang, zoon. But like, he could have been amazing. There's a specific way. There's a subtlety to Goldust's character that I certainly don't know how you could have done it better. But there's like a way you could have done it way better if you would have just sat down and thought with it for a couple days that wrestling guys just won't do because they're because that's like. I think the the Oscar thing and like all that shit is so good and having him be so weird, like maybe have him just be a weirdo pretentious guy. But then they were like, no, but then he's gay because I don't like that. Like that's legit what it broke down to. But um, yeah, I mean that's the worst thing about him is like it's just like a, it's just a waste. It's a waste of his entire prime. It's a waste of one of one of the best p- talents of all time. Yeah, Not, fuck, I just say all time. But like one of well, a really great talent was wasted. This guy could have been the original. He, like if, he look at him. Has, just, he has ad talented as Randy Orton. He just fucking didn't have his like. He just was prone to addiction. So yeah, he had. It sucks when you get lapped by Bob Orton Senior as a fucking or Bob Orton Junior as a dad. I will say that about Dusty Rhodes. Yeah, that's a the ba- fact that he again. can point at Bob Orton Junior and be like, "I'm just not as good a dad as that guy who pretends to have a broken arm in public." Still, yeah, I, <laughs> I'm not as good a dad as that guy who was just put on the road to out drink Dusty Rhodes every day. I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah um if only i could learn to love my kids as much as a man who was routinely arrested naked in hotels <laughs> so we're gonna do uh next week we're gonna do an episode dedicated to a guy who had a lot of talent like dustin rhodes but never got a second shot because uh, he was such a fucking piece of shit Ooh, ladies and gentlemen the preacher himself tully blanchard is our episode next week ladies and gentlemen strap in for everything you've ever wanted from a wrestling review uh episode he's rude to women booyah he does coke it's gonna be a great time <laughs> it's gonna be a good time um to enjoy this episode, I hope you've enjoyed it in Goldust style, which is by driving around in a white Bronco and then getting hit by a baseball bat by a pot dealer from Western Canada. Before Dylan got if guys, I'm yeah, John if you guys, if you have a second, uh, just call up your your ex partner and sing how much sing to them about how much you want them back. Okay, mm, mm, mm. see you next week, you fucks. Old thing hip, seven and left. Let the coast is clear, fine. Yo, dog, you seen this gold freak coming here, man? Been stalking me all week, I can't get rid of him. No, I think I'd remember him if I yeah, did. Yeah, you would, wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, where your slurpees at, dog? They're down at the end, around the corner. Yeah, I gotta get my good luck pre-ritual slurpee on. Yeah, it's all good. Man, what is this? Yo, what's up, kids? All the Booker teacups, y'all looking for one? I'll hook y'all up later. Man, y'all get out of here, man. <laughs> yeah. Hardy, RVD, The Rock. What's it there? Y'all all so out of what, man? A book of teacups. Yeah, you must be, sucker. Man, looking forward to getting you. Looking forward to getting me one of them today. Yeah. RVD, you looking real tough right now, huh, dog? You ain't gonna be looking real tough when I'm kicking your punk ass. <laughs> man, don't be scared. Mmm, <laughs> mmm, man. That's good. Yo, you in line, dog? 
Man, I'm calling the police. Wait a minute. Please, please, wait. I'm sorry for this elaborate disguise, but this is the only way I could get to talk to you. I followed you from your hotel. Followed me? Yes, yes. I'm also sorry for last week's mishaps. It will never happen again. If only you and I would have remained 18. But now, tonight, you're with Eddie Guerrero against RVD and Jeff Hardy. What gifts? Hey, man. You some kind of freak. You some kind of creep. And I don't like it, man. I don't like it. I'm not a creep. It's all about mind games, Buck. It's all about you and me being as a unit, being unstoppable, psychological. That's what makes us undefeated and the best that there can be. Now, let's just talk things through. Let's clear the air. You might be right. Yeah. You might be right. Yeah, but let's talk about it later. I got to go. Okay, one more thing. Please, wait. If you will just allow me to have a drink of your Slurpee, I'll give you a bite of my weed. Back up on me! Back the hell up! It's over! It's over for you! Look! Look, wait! Come on now! Mind games, mind games, remember! God, King, that gold us as goofy as a pet coon! Damn it! What's, what's wrong with that? him?